Do you want to talk about how you're feeling right now? Oh, so many questions. What does this mean? What do I do? <laughs> Go on! Tell them what you think! I liked it. I think your calculations may have been off. I think it's all right. I just have a lot of feelings. This pleases me. These are perfectly normal feelings. Do you even know what you sound like when you talk like that? Now, shall we begin? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Real Feels Podcast. Hey, it's Drew here. And Cleric Nathan. And Grandmaton Cleric Jack Preston. <laughs> Wait, there's no emotion. Are you, and Grandmaton uh, Cleric Jack Preston. I may be off my prosium. Are you both playing with me? <laughs> you need to get down to equilibrium, and you need to get your interval adjusted, my friend. Get it right. Oh. How, were, how were the lines? Were the lines good? I'm surprised the, you got in to get your prosium. You know, it was... Uh, Rather short. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Already getting it going. Already getting it. Guys, we are the Real Fills Podcast. Thank you for joining us today for our second patron chosen movie. And we have beer. And we have beer. Well, thank God beer. for that. Beer. Oh, so brownies. this movie was brought to us by- This is by... my prosium. This is, this is your prosium. <laughs> <laughs> um, a, a good friend of mine, his name is uh, David Kazi. And- uh, he chose this film for us to do, and uh, you know, one congratulations for him for being a a good real feels patron, a rootin' tootin' real root feels patron, real feels patron. But also, he just recently had a had a child, so uh, he's a papa. Huh. I would like to know from his point of view what was his justification in choosing this particular film. I I could did ask he just want to see what we. Do with it? Does he have some he, sort of no, no, background I, where I, he he this movie is his jam? If I remember this conversation correctly, when he suggested the movie, or sorry, when he chose the movie, he likes this movie. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, spoiler alert, everyone: Jack doesn't like this film. <laughs> I'm surprised you guys like it at all. Nathan I li- likes I like, it. I like it because I sometimes love that, like off. Just beyond ridiculous, like fight scenes, and some of the some of the scenes are actually pretty fun and cool. And I'm just a sucker for like post-apocalyptic and dystopian Boom. future stories. Boom, preach. Yeah, but this is this is, the, this is the lowest common denominator of. Okay, in the those early movies. 2000s, you had lots of movies trying to rip off the Matrix. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, but this movie rips this off not only one. the Matrix but Blade Runner, Fahrenheit Fair 451, oh, gosh, the, the Giver. Giver. So, Hell, no, 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 no. I don't, even, I don't even, like, agree even with this. Someone I don't of, of Demolition Man. Yeah, you have yeah. you have just you have a utopian masking dystopian society and a rebellious group who don't want to convert. Yeah. First of all, brave new world controlling the uh, the population. Run the trailer first, and then we'll jump into this. Run oh. the trailer. <sighs> The cleric is the final line of defense. If the resistance compromises it, we are doomed. You can't. 
cannot do this. There's nothing we can't do. It's real. Burn it. Cleric, I can only hope one day to be as uncompromising as you. You're a family man. Yes, sir, a boy and a girl. Disturbing rumor. Rumor, sir. A rumor maintaining that one of the cleric is actually attempting to contact the resistance. Then you know what I'm gonna do now. Yeah. Preston, give yourself entirely without incident. No, not without incident. So, Christian Bale. <laughs> Christian Bale. <laughs> so we have 2002? 2002's Equilibrium. Sean Bean for just a couple of minutes. <laughs> In another film where Sean Bean dies. So I'd like to interject for a moment. And I designed a scale, a movie rating scale, that if the movie contains Sean Bean, uh, the movie is only as good for the length of time that Sean Bean is alive within it. What? And, Sweet. And this this Does is this at the lowest count? end of the scale because oh he dies within the first 15 minutes. No, maybe even the first 10 minutes of the movie. So what does Goldeneye rank? Mm. Well. Take that, dick. No, no, oh no. He's, he's still loose. <laughs> he's still loose. He's, isn't he like, he's or, got um, like he's scarred yeah, face? He no, but he's still alive. Okay, so he's still he's alive. Still alive. Well okay. played. How about National Treasure? What? No. Lord of, Lord of the Rings. Oh, you're going to break that around? <laughs> Fine. Lord of the Rings. National treasure. Lord of the Rings. He dies at the end. I would have followed you, my brother. My captain. My king. And for that film, not the series, okay. he okay. dies I right give, I give at him that. the end. I give him that. Now, yeah, also, man. Patriot Games. Dies at the end. Now, does this also... Whoa, I need to watch Patriot Hold Games again. Sean Bean movie rating system. Okay, so movies, not TV. So we're not counting Game of Thrones. No, I'm not counting. Uh, just movie rating. Okay. Okay. Hmm. I might be able to get on board with that. Well, uh, but then again, you're also saying that that Sean Bean and this, this first part of the film holds better than the rest of it? The rest of the, it? The sum of Sean Bean oh, okay. in this okay. movie is greater than the whole in Equilibrium. This movie could have been cut up quite a bit and condensed, I think. Well, if you cut it up, you'd have more plot holes. God, tell me about it. <laughs> there's, it's, it's a so, Swiss cheese of like, a sci-fi. There's so many monologues to like 
do the exhibition of it and like, oh, this is they try and build a world, but just kind of haphazardly like, can you just like get on board with this with I, us? Like, yeah, I like fun movies. I'm not I'm not trying to be uh, the guy from High Fidelity where like this, elitist, know, the elitist yeah. uh, movie lover. I like bad movies just as much as you guys, but I watched this movie twice not and, as much. and I could not, <laughs> no. yeah. I could not watch this movie all the way through. I had to each time, each time, each of the two times I had to break it up because I was mm. like, I got, I got to do like something else right now. Like this, this movie is really just bringing me like, I'm, I'm glazed over. I was prosiumed <laughs> watching this yeah. movie. All right. I, the first time I watched this film, I was a lot younger. Paul, my brother, I feel like he had it like like we had it on a VHS, not a legal copy, but like kind of you know uh, back in the day pirated. I think I saw it when I was sixteen. Like yeah, we, I was I was pretty like young, and like he left it behind. I think from college, so he's like, eh, there's some like movies there, Nathan like have at him. And I watched it, and I was like, whoa, this is weird. But it it tried to be deep. It tried to be like this very. Ooh, there's this huge underlying message. And I hate, I do hate the conversation of this is just a ripoff of these six films. It's, Spoiler it's alert, a most films are genre. ripoffs of six but, combined but it, films. It's not like like cinematically bukkaking it in your face the entire time. True. Where it's like, these are the references that I like to use. <laughs> and second verse. I think it had verse. a lot of aspects to draw from the different films. And it tried to create its own story as a whole. But it kind of failed to uphold the ideas that they were kind of like borrowing. Drew, they, I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. This the, the movie and what it wants to be are two lines yes. that never intersect. There's something very important I forgot to tell you. What? Don't cross the stream. It's like the equilibrium of the movie is that it wants to be really good, but it can never find its footing at all. Despite that, I I enjoy it. I like certain parts of the movie. There are, as we've already said, there are plenty of potholes. I find maybe like two or three things overwhelmingly wrong with it. And it breaks the story. Yeah. It breaks the plot. And this film does go like from fifth gear to first like with speed and tempo where they it's just this and just gunfire gunfire and you kind of want to keep on that that sugar rush and then they just go to this plot of there's no emotion well with other dystopian Uh, movies like at least they interject a little bit of humor into it to like lighten the mood a little bit a little bit and there's just there was no the only chortle i got from the entire movie is uh when the um the polygraph operator when it it goes (laughs) dead he just goes Not without incident. Oh shit! <laughs> that was the only time I was like, oh, "See, he's cracking a little joke there." Was, hey, was that you, the Matrix equivalent of like, "Please remove all your yeah you know, pockets"? I would say know, that yeah. When they when they enter through the metal detectors, goes, oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> that's that exact moment because then it's a huge fight in this lobby. And I'm not saying the Matrix is like the end all be all of the genre. All I mean, I'm saying is that Amazon Prime. 
their description of the <laughs> of the movie, and I quote, delivering high-tech action in the power-packed style of the Matrix and Minority Report. So in the description of the movie, when they you have to cite other about. movies to get you jazzed up for it, it's generally a bad sign. <laughs> yeah. You know what? If you're looking at this movie, you should see the ones it's trying to rip off. You should watch those first. Yeah, but I mean, The Matrix hasn't aged that well. Some of the CGI fight scenes look garbage, especially in uh, the second one. Some, but like, even still, like, what their cornerstone fight sequences have, mm-hmm. which this one, I think, has that that uh, that flavor, that unique flavor that's like, whoa, I don't know if I've ever really seen right gunplay like so, that. So they, they bring in the gun kata, and even all the stunts for the movie itself. No wires. Okay, no wires. No wires. It's all Take them, that matrix. Which is just, that matrix. Just the term gun kata sets my teeth <laughs> on edge. Like, it, it sounds like, uh, like, like I've been in the bathroom for 15 minutes, and I come out, and my girlfriend's like, you okay? And I just go, gun kata. Gun kata. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the director created it in his backyard. All right, the that, the motion. I, I know, I know. Like, that just that, that doesn't <laughs> add that doesn't add the you know the vitality to try and like sell what the Grammaton uh, clerics are trying to do. It's not like the director was. I mean, the director hasn't had that great of a track record. Okay, so what he did, he like did Ultraviolet his, next. So which, his two best films that he's probably known for, at least in my opinion, of him directing are Equilibrium, Equilibrium, and Ultraviolet. For he, him writing, though. Right, boom. Okay, he's a writer. Him, so he's a yeah, writer. Yeah, but he writes crap movies. He did the reboot of Point Break, and he did the reboot of- uh, Salt. Salt okay. was good. Yeah. Salt was Salt was so, so. Okay, now- The law, Thomas okay. Crown Affair. Okay, Law Abiding right, Citizen. Right. I will give Law Abiding Citizen. No. I like Law Abiding Citizen. Yeah, but the reboot of, of Point Break, and then he did <laughs> another reboot. Uh, that was you guys talk amongst yourselves. I'm gonna find this okay. terrible reboot. Total, he, he, uh, he, total recall. He, he did total recall, which is another one. Ultraviolet, Law Abiding Citizen saw. We talked about Equilibrium, and it's just okay. So the movie itself had a twenty million dollar budget when they and it did the Total Recall reboot. Yeah, I knew it. I knew that's I what mean, he was. Come I, on I now, I didn't for. say it was <laughs> that was a good choice. All right, twenty million dollar budget when they originally released it. Miramax had like I think they released it in Europe first. Because it made its money. It made its money back. And then and they were like, like, we don't want to fuck right, this they up. Want to, they brought it back to the States and they're all like, <laughs> it has let's, an A plus. Let's not. Let's, <laughs> let's, it's like, hey, should we give it an advertising budget? No. 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 You know, here, here's a napkin. Uh, go put that on the street corner and see who comes to the viewing party. And if you look at like how much money it made, $5 million? When in, it the came US. Back, yeah, in the it U.S. In the U.S. Gross. Yeah. Oh. I mean, luckily it already made its money back, but. Man, it yeah. just, uh, yeah, I'm disappointed that one, they didn't, one, they didn't advertise it more. I think it could have done much, much better, but it, it had already made its money back. I, I disagree. I think they probably made the prudent decision. <laughs> Ceteris I mean, paribus, all things being equal, <laughs> I think they made the right decision on, on not wasting money on advertising because it probably would have been a loss. So let's go into the cast of Father who's be proud. in. Who's in this? Uh, who, who's in this film? Which I think, lineup wise, not too bad. No, Especially, it's well, not a bad cast. I mean, you have Christian Bale, Sean Bean, Sean Bean uh, for the fifteen minutes he's in the fifteen yeah. minutes that he's there. Uh, Tay Diggs, and I kind of wish that he would have gone off to at least. I kind of wish that Sean Bean would have gone off more, like killing 
and just kind of I like think, I don't think Sean Bean wanted to kill anyone. I know that, but like the, when he raises raising the book, like I that was one of the better scenes in the movie of him just like and the first raid, he's like I know Christian you're gonna kill Bale. me. Like he has no intention of 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 picking up his gun and shooting Christian Bale. He's just prompting Christian Bale like you're gonna do it. Like do it. Yeah. Like let's let's end this. Yeah, Sean Bean didn't want to kill anymore. He want he was reading Yeats. He wanted to. He wanted to have uh, some poetry in him. Did you say Yeats? I said Yeats. Why yeats. did I say Yeats? <laughs> yeats. Did I mention I'm an English teacher? Yeats. Yeats. <laughs> We're going to cut that. <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> I'm not going to cut it out. As Drew Yeats off to the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Off to do his editing. Be quiet. But you got Ang- Angus <laughs> Don't McFadden. Don't look at me. Don't you look at me. <laughs> the fail. Not the fail. No. <laughs> Angus McFadden, who um Robert the Bruce. Robert the Bruce. Uh, and Brave. I don't want to lose heart. <laughs> he- <laughs> I love that. I love him in Braveheart. I, I- who doesn't love him in Braveheart? Uh, and then uh and, okay, so I Emily, just want to quote Braveheart the rest of this. Know, like, right? <laughs> so am I <laughs> uh, Listen, equilibrium costs money. <laughs> the Twenty Braveheart costs nothing. I think that's the second podcast in a row. Let's go. The Irish are free. Uh, the uh, Emma Emma money. Watson and then um whoever played his kid. Uh, wait, is Emma Watson Hermione? Or is it Emily Watson? No, that's yeah. What else has she been Emily in? Watson. She looks Emily familiar. Watson has been in, um, so she was in Red Dragon. She was the blind girl in uh, Red Dragon. Yeah. I liked Red Dragon. She, oh, who does? Yeah, that's a great movie. Uh, she was in Angela's Ashes. Yep. It's a, you know what? I liked it. And but it's you know a good the, book, too. She's, I feel like she's in it as much as Sean Bean, with less mm-hmm. with less speaking. Like, she's not really. And, oh, Punch Truck Glove. Oh, uh, yes. She's in it more than Sean Bean. Yeah, but like... N- I feel like just they not, make they almost make her impactful, more they though. make her more important than Sean Bean. You think? Yes. Mm-hmm. A hit the I mean I think her death impacts him more. Oh, very much so because, because it's because he's off the the drugs. Yeah, well, but it's also it's also reflective of his wife being taken to be incinerated and so he he's like recalling back to the time where he's like, "Oh my gosh, I did nothing." And I and I saw nothing. How, like, how did I not notice that she was a sense offender? Does does he have feelings for her a little bit? Like, because, well, you, I was wondering that too because when he flips her on the table and he like like strokes her face like the caress, like yeah. I don't know like, if it's like actual. Like all feelings. the feelings are starting to come through now <laughs> that you're off the juice, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's feelings or if it's just the fact that she is the closest the little, got a thing. Got gun kata going down gun- the, uh, downtown. <laughs> Sorry, that's, my, uh, that's just my guns. <laughs> okay, even when they were in the witness room or the interrogation room and he was talking to her and they're like reaching out and like touching hands and I'm like, there's a camera right there. Like, why are you like, yeah, like that incriminating been, yourself? Yeah, that would have been right there like pretty evident yeah. like oh something's going on with him and apparently he's always like reaching in and grabbing the ribbon and smelling it and putting it back <laughs> into his pocket and, and not creepy at all. the rebellion yeah, the rebellion knows he's all like yeah we uh we noticed that you uh take out that ribbon about four times a day and you you know you gotta smell it there all right preston okay the movie does uh, the music in the soundtrack doesn't do this movie, in I the, think, some of especially the at the scenes. end, it's like these emo power chords. Like they should have been a little bit more playful with, with it. Like when he's off the prosium, like throwing some who, throwing some Tommy. Like see me, feel me. Okay. They need a few touch uh, me. They may need, need a few scenes from me. Limitless. That would be good. well. So one really cool thing that I I didn't pick up until 
afterwards, and I really kind of like when my second viewing, I noticed it way more. In the beginning, there's very little to no blood, mm-hmm. and then as he gets feeling, you see more blood. You see like the violence becomes much more upfront. The people like and it's not more violent. He's just the the consequences of the violence, and he's he's just so much more aware of it. And the blood is actually like well, you know, showing. You know what it is? I don't think it's really the fact that you see more blood. I think the fact that when he okay, so when he's on Prozium, obviously he's he's focused. He can do his job to like to a T. But I think it's kind of the to the idea that he's so again, it's it's muted. Everything is so dulled to his senses that there might even be blood. There might be splatterings of blood yeah. everywhere, but he can't see it, or he it's not like a focus for him. Yeah. Because obviously he can see the art. Like when they when they pull the uh, the floorboard up and you, you see the Mona Lisa, and they test it. And, they're and all they like, burn it, and they're kind like, of like a it's famous pure. literary novel <sighs> okay. that everybody reads at some here's, point. Here's the other part that, uh, here's a little plot hole thing. Like, what does it matter that that's the original Mona Lisa? Who cares? So it could have been like a a book of artwork. It could have been a stick drawing. Okay, so and it's like it's, contraband, so just th- burn it. I think it's showing. I think it's showing this to one that, that famous pieces of artwork have actually escaped the citadel, like the city. Okay, li- uh, Libria. All right, so it's escaped Libria. I think it's inferring to, that to the Nethers. To the Nethers. So the Nethers has to be everything outside of Libria. Not to be confused with Minecraft Nether. nether so Minecraft. Yeah. No. Anyways, continue. I don't play Minecraft. <laughs> Chambering around during That's the Gunkana in my nethers. God, is your Uber it- here? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It, it, I think it's showing that people who were trying to keep all of the, the life and the joy and the art and the literature and anything that could show emotion, they're gathering it everywhere that is not within Libria, that's not being confiscated, and trying to keep some type of life like alive. They're hiding it all. So it's like the PEMDAS of equilibrium. Wow. I've been thinking about math puns all day. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know if it would say like it's the true importance of the fact that it it, tr- it like that it is the Mona Lisa, but it could also kind of imply that the powers that be, Father, have gone literally worldwide to wipe out anything. That future could, Nazis, the future, the, fu- the future yeah. Nazis. I told you they had little Hitler youth, no. you know, on the street corners next to guards pointing out sense offenders. You know, I think Equilibrium did sort of set the stage for a better movie like V for Vendetta. I will Even give though V you for that. Vendetta is based okay. off of a graphic novel, I think you may not have had that without well, you have like a movie knife, like Knife Kata, you know. Knife Kata. <laughs> well, I th- and, and Gun Kata. Kata. And Gun Kata, I think, was perfected in the John Wick movies. Like, that, I think, is the truest Gun Kata. It is. Like, it's, I and had... it's not as, like, flashy and stupid, no. like, the, with no, kickflips and stuff like that. But, like, that. the way that he, like, bet, like... Like, he... it's real Gun Kata. Like, yeah. he is, that yeah. is an extension of himself now. I, it's I, the most believable. I thought of that today, where I was like, my gosh, like, Preston is John Wick. Like, they both have their gun moves. They have the They're, dog? They have the oh dog. Oh, the dog scene. They both seek revenge on the powers that be. Oh, so John Wick's just a real Both of them, of, both of them of want out. Fahrenheit. No. You know, they, John they Preston translates into some languages, Baba Yaga. <laughs> I just made that up. Oh, Baba Yaga. Oh. The, Russian, uh, the Russian witch who 
comes into houses and steals children who are unkind to their parents. Very interesting. Bubby Aga. Bubby Aga. <laughs> Read about it. Uh, well, Tay Diggs is also in this film, and I actually like Tay Diggs because I think he's one of those actors that he sh- he should not be a lead role, but he's a fine supporting actor. I know you guys probably don't watch uh, Empire, which him nope. and William Fitchter, uh, who's in Armageddon, uh, yeah, yeah, I always in, remember yeah, him as the astronaut from Armageddon. from Armageddon. That's that's I mean that's him. He's Armageddon. Okay. Um, they're both in, but he's been in like a million other he's things. Been so much stuff. Um, but they're. They're both in Empire for a little bit, and Tay Diggs is also also in Chicago. I Chicago, remember him. Rent, Rent, House on Haunted Hill. Yes, the, the first remake. one. No, or, it's, the yeah, remake. it's the remake. The first one with, has Vincent Price, with like uh, mm. Jeffrey Rush, and you know some. The, yeah, I mean the the remake is fun. When, when I, was I was young, when I was younger, yes, it scared me, and it, I think it actually had, in my opinion at the time, like a gratuitous amount of amount of gore. Oh, the beginning, and I, think, and I think it was also one of the first movies that had like the the ghost demon head, like like the shaky head kind of ghost thing. Oh, like the stuttering sort of like a like yeah, like the head is like shaking and fast forward. Well, in the beginning of that film, you have it's like at a psych ward, and oh, when they rip open the nurse, and and well, and they just are like you know attacking everyone, and this guy's like sharpening pencils, and so like one of the inmates grabs you know grabs all the pe- sharpened pencils. And shoves it in his neck. Oh, he just, he like, just rams oh, it through his neck. Oh, this movie's gonna be like that. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> we we watched my brother, my cousin, and, and two of my cousins. We were all watching it out at my uncle G, my uh, uncle Gene's house, and uh, it was funny because they rented it, and his wife was all like, "Okay, just don't tell your parents we we rented the movie for you. You guys enjoy your horror movie. We'll be in the other room." Tatings, I thought was good, but. He seems like he's not playing to his part, or maybe that's purposeful. And that's, this is... There's a lot of, like, smirking Mm -hmm. and... Him smirking throughout this movie is completely contradictory to the overall plot. It's supposed to be a society that is, okay, doing away (laughs) with emotion. Not completely, like... Unless he's a censor. Okay, what he's like, why is, okay, he's what? a cleric. As he even said, he's all like, I'm like you, cleric. I'm intuitive. I can know things, what people were thinking before they're even thinking it. And it's fine. Like, that's that's like the biggest overall flaw in the plot of the film. They're trying to do away with emotion. You can't do away with emotion. It's like, it's impossible. They can. That's why they're taking exactly. prosium. They can numb it. Well, so architecture and like the the giant it's gilded atlas yes. in in Robert the Bruce's office. Like, why are these things in the movie? Like, if this is a, a society that is is completely emotionless, then why create art? Architecture is still art. Why why don't you have j- just these blocky rectangular well, because buildings? Okay, so everything for him, it's okay. Take, no, I'm not talking about him, Tay Diggs. I'm talking about the no, no, society no, 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 no. as a whole. I'm ta- okay, like in in Father's Office, you mean, or in it's in du- is it Dupont? Dupont. It's in, in Dupont's his, office, his giant gilded but atlas. He, like, why he, have this artwork? Because in there? he feels, and he's a sense. So yeah, but he hasn't probably hasn't always felt like that. No, that, I mean, that, he, that I atlas probably has, predates. I think that he him being there. He's I think that he's, much of a hypocrite where he's like, yeah, let's make all them take it. But, you know, I think he's I think he's just he's a good actor. And I think he is and he doesn't really have to show his face unless he's talking to Preston, because the rest of it, he's posing as father. Now, he may have gone off prosium 
in the years past when he took over for father after father died, but he's okay. He's kind of like Napoleon at the end of Animal Farm. Because at the end of Animal Farm, you have the pigs taking over the farm, they've changed all the rules, and everything is to benefit them. You know, it's like, no animal shall drink alcohol, and then they change the rules. Oh, no animal shall drink alcohol to excess. No animal shall dwell in a house. Oh, but the pigs need a a place to, you know, plan and, you know, discuss their things. But somebody had to design these buildings, and the buildings in the vistas are... Some of them are nice looking buildings. There was thought and there was emotion that went into creating these things. It's counterintuitive color. to but all of this. But stuff. it's very, it's very, it's very. Not ordered. all of them, though. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying like the uh, the outside is very like cookie cutter, almost looking. Now on the inside, you do have things that are a bit more flashy in some sense. I just think that's it's running counter to what the the story is trying to portray right. you could you could have cinder block buildings yeah and it would it would evoke the same emotional response why have these grand you know almost gothic architecture well even like the cars I, that I, they're I, I, I disagree with that. like the cars that they're driving the Cadillacs. around okay <clears throat> so the Cadillac Sevilles that they're driving around all painted white like a pure neutral color then you have the uh the army cars that are just driving around with the guns on top so those are the specific vehicles that are meant to uh, pull like 747s on a runway. It's just these big block structure. Nothing yeah. is nothing is smooth. Nothing is, you know, overly, you know, kind of like elaborate in a sense. I mean, despite the fact that even when Preston went to visit father in the end, he had this like white formal, ga- like kind of like outfit. And I mean, that's which that's I, I thought pretty that was, nice. I thought that was really symbolic of his change from from one opposite, you know, from from black, from one opposite end to white, where he is now a completely different person. But I think it's kind of like him dressing, coming in as like his dress blues, like if a uh, if a marine. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's yeah, it's also coming. like Luke transitioning into his black outfit into uh, Return of the Jedi when he's been in like white and topes in the first two movies. But mm. that I, I think that that even because um, like T Diggs when he's like, uh, you know. I'll mind the uniform, cleric. Like you know, I plan to be wearing it soon. All right. That was the mo- that was the biggest letdown of a confrontation. I was like, all right, well, like, all right, finally, this movie's gonna give me something, and it's like, chump, 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 and it's over with. Face slides off the head. So I look at it a little bit differently. Tell me about it. <laughs> when it reminds me of Open Range. When you have so many other films that are these like epic shootouts between, you know, are you talking about the be- the beginning the of beginning Open Range that where he just goes like, "Did you kill him?" You're the one who shot me. He's like, "Yeah, I shot the boy," and I you know, I shot the dog too. And he's like, "That's a, okay, that's a letdown." No, I think that is so awesome. Where it's like in real life, say, that's why would you wait? Why would movie. you wait and draw it out and really like? No, you. He even says, "Maybe I'm just better." He is a better swordsman. He's a better gunfighter. He's better at everything. And so he proves it by like, I'm not going to waste time with you because you, you're you that much worse than me. I'm better. Personally, I would have liked just course, a couple more course. seconds. They could have cut out the stupid hand-to-hand Aikido Gunkata thing between him and Robert the Bruce yeah. and given me a little bit more of a sword fight scene between him and Tate. Because, you know what, okay, because even, in, even in the kendo fighting, 
Tay Diggs is is taking him on. Tay Diggs is giving him some trouble. Yeah. Why does that not correlate to the end fight? And at the end fight, you have Robert the Bruce, you know, DuPont looking at Preston after he's finished five guards and Tay Diggs. Or sorry, after five guards, then he then he's all like, oh. And then he kills Tay Diggs and he's all like, okay, now I'm going to be worried. This did not go as planned. This plan. did not go as planned. Never in one moment did I ever fear that Preston was in danger. And all, okay, not well, only that. You mean you didn't get that from the hallway gunfight going <laughs> up with like a dozen to 20 dudes with automatic weapons unloading on him? And he just waltzes in there like, 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 <laughs> la da da, la da da, la da yeah, yeah. No, they they should have been played like like uh the as the sort of music a girl would like frolic through a middle and meadow and pick daisies to like. I see right. You need you need You need the music from the from the Fallout seventy six trailer. Wouldn't it be nice if we shooting everyone? Nobody's like okay. This dude's just thrown two magazines down the hallway like we'll just leave them there like they're a distraction for them for somehow you know what he should have killed them to he should have killed them to the beethoven uh symphony that he listened to and like wept to in that room because i mean that would have been a better call i mean also or where are the other clerics in that scene if uh if (laughs) he's like he's left alone he's left alone are they the only two clerics in this whole world like Remember at each time, only two clerics were going to each of the The scenes. rule of two. The rule of two. But <laughs> Always there is two, a master and the apprentice. The rest are just stormtroopers, my friend. Close the blast doors. Close the blast doors. <laughs> well, yeah, Robert the Bruce is just like, you know, <laughs> intensify the four, five, five. <laughs> Your faith in your friends is yours. Fire, fire, Ute. <laughs> Let's talk about nonsense, full attack. <laughs> All I have to say back to you, Nathan, is, oh, Captain. Oh, Captain. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the opening scene. When yes. when they first show up and... We're not doing know, this scene by scene, though. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not going to do the scene by scene, but this is the first time that we're introduced to the gun kata. If we which... did, I would have a gun on my hand and then a, a device inserting <laughs> the magazine to the gun. Yeah. <laughs> it's... It's almost like Christian Bale's getting ready to play poker. A si- yeah, oh. play, play poker. <laughs> it's like, were you an extra in Maverick? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> He's cheating. He's cheating. New York City. <laughs> I, I watched Maverick quite a few times growing up. I, I, yeah. Okay, but the first scene we have introducing us to the Gunkata is, you know, he's like, clerical, we have, you know, 50 men, or there might be like 20 men in there, and they're all armed. He's like, okay. You blow the doors, and when the doors are down, shoot out the light. First off, how is Why that? Why the- did the one dude run out the door by himself when there's like fifty dudes out front? Like he could have just that made- stayed. But like that pissed me oh, off. Oh, you know what it was? It was a distraction, so they would all shoot him at the door, and the people up in the windows could shoot down at them. I, I don't buy that. Yeah. He I, was the sacrificial I, I, lamb. I don't buy that. If I mean, if you're feeling things. That sounds like somebody Hall hopped up on Prosium would do. Like, oh, you clean, I'll sweep. You know, that sort of thing. I guess. It seemed like unnecessary to me. But Preston sliding in after the door is blown and then the light goes out, which frankly, I don't get that. I don't don't accept that blowing out one light bulb cut out all the light, kind of like filtering into the room. I do like how you could hear them like like breathing and like they're talking like, do do we get them? (laughs) 
Like, huh? Then we get him. Like, he's listening to you right Shh. now. He's calculating. <laughs> he's getting his kata all wound up for you. Got it. <laughs> Where, where'd he go? Shut up. Do you see him? Shut up. Pew, 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 pew. I have to pee. <laughs> I have to pee. <laughs> Just go in your hands or something. I don't know. I don't know. Just do something. <laughs> I left my car <laughs> in a 15 minute zone. <laughs> Did we leave the oven on? Did we leave the oven Tell your sister I'll pick her up at eight. <laughs> oh, I got a splinter. You said seven forty-five. But then he starts doing the gun kata thing and shooting, and all you're seeing is the flashes of like uh, still silhouettes perfect, from him shooting. Perfect scene for Beastie Boys sabotage. <laughs> to just oh come God. blasting on like they could have done so many other things with this movie which you know what if that song wasn't played to death because of St- star trek's like the new like yeah. honestly i think that that film that that song could be in so many other things but like Grimaton clear cup in your face so could you think uh another one bites the dust could have kind of worked like da 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 yeah no i'm sure or I think that would work. While my guitar gently weeps could have been uh, <laughs> another one for for another scene. You know? Yeah, like they could have or done just things. A Jimi Hendrix solo, just him, just. <laughs> There's a red house over yonder. Wow, 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 wow. All right, so we've had the first scene for the gun kata, and it's just it's neat to watch, but it's probably not the best scene that I've that I can probably bring up for the gun kata to Was come the about. Pistol whipping scene. Was necessary that step, was that a step back because okay what do you mean he, a step okay, back when he gun caught us the the officers um and it's the upward it's the downward shot of him which i think is the best the best one they do of out of that all was of the gif i sent the other day exactly that was oh, a cool shot that is oh because it's the one so, that where he's out in the nethers and you just and see he, him yes that's yeah. when he's defending himself when he's got the dog at the yes trunk, yes right? okay that that hands down in my opinion is the best uh, fight scene with the gun kata, and he's stuck in the middle of all of them. And it's and that's after he flips the shotguns on the guy's faces and fires. Yeah, and there's some cool there's some cool little you know tricks that they do that are not necessarily like straight ripoffs of the Matrix. Mm. You know, it's like oh that's kind of new or you know like John Wick does the same thing where they do these like cool gun maneuvers and you're like oh that was almost like Jackie Chan just did it but you're you're John Wick. You're badass. I love it. Well, I, I think the budget was so low too that, like, you know, you, you couldn't do a lot of the the cool things. Trampoline. So sometimes it comes off looking. <laughs> the motorcycle kinda, jump was a trampoline. Yes. Yeah. Looking kind of bad. Yeah. So, it, but again, yeah, the the and pistol. They whipping. made they made Christian Bale look exactly like the machinist. Neo. Oh. No, Nia, the machinist. The slick back hair, the black. God, machinist. He was at least twenty five pounds, maybe so, thirty pounds lighter. He was so thin in that. Uh, but I liked that downward shot. I think it's so so good. But you have um, a step. Oh, step, man. Keep it up. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm yeah. got a bad back. I'm yeah. just adjusting. All good. All good. There's too many times where they kind of lose the pacing after the gun shooting you just grab one bro <laughs> <laughs> you're slow you're rolling it out you're just, 
It's my gun kata. It's my beer kata. He's reaching for the beer. You can't. Sorry, Uh. folks. That's just too funny to watch. (laughs) I was trying not to disturb the microphone. I know, but it's just funny to watch you do it. it. Uh. But they slow down too much to to insert this whole plot of the prosium and the lack of. And he's off the prosium. He's hiding it behind a mirror, Spoiler the mirror. Alert. But I mean, okay. So even take see it again. Even take the concept of him <laughs> taking the prosium. Anyone taking the prosium. Anyone who is like a sense offender. If you have this miraculous drug, why are you killing people? Why not just put them back on prosium or prosium grenades? Just like throw that in there. Air, like yeah, just yeah. Instead airborne. of tear gas or or smoke grenades, like oh, right. Let's so just I mean, like, shoot if, some prosium in there, and, if, and but, uh, it, but it obviously doesn't stop you from killing people because he was he's on it and he's just like okay, yeah, I got to kill these people. Got it. Bah, bah, yeah, bah, but bah, I think bah, that's bah. also part of the the beauty of the fact that I mean the irony that you know they did away with emotion because emotion can cause hate and hate and cause war and war cause death, suffering. Suffering. <laughs> <laughs> it was about to yes, <laughs> but. I mean, they have no problem getting rid of those who are going to be troublemakers. But I mean, even to the case of him going out and killing, if he is numb to the fact, then by all means, then prosium is already necessary. Okay, it's it's like Jack was even mentioning that the fact that it's kind of like slightly ripping off the giver. If they're so naive and they're not going to have an emotional connection to anything, just like in the giver. Spoiler for anyone who hasn't read or seen the giver. Mainly, Which would be mainly people red. who didn't make it past the sixth grade? I'm going to guess so. I, okay, so in The Giver, if anybody is released, they're killed. Okay? They're killed, but the people in the community don't have a concept or an understanding of, like, what death is. Or the fact that if they're giving, like, a lethal injection to someone who is being released, they don't understand the fact that they're dying. So th- that they're so blissfully ignorant to death, it's it's the betterment of society for it, at least in this perceived notion. I'm taking you to the Hall of Judgment for processing. You mean to kill me or to execute me? Processing. Processing. Yeah. He very well knows what he's doing. Yeah. But the fact that he can be numb to it, it it's better for the society. If you don't have to have an emotional connection to it, then you don't have to care. You can be a better worker. Yeah, but then why be alive? Right. Which is what her point is. And, like, why is and, there, right. and why there is an underground. Why are you doing this? Yeah. Literally underground. <sighs> and right, right. right below them. I'm trying to think, like, did they just, like, build over the old society and just forget about everything below? So my question to you, Drew, is are emotions equ- equated to the rat burger from Demolition Man? They're like, no, you don't want that emotion. Oh, well, that, that's a bad emotion. Oh, but it, oh, it tastes so good. Oh, this wall? This wall feels great. Have you have you gotten down on some wall lately? I've got some ribbon in <laughs> my pocket. He doesn't know how to use it the three shells. It smells good. <laughs> uh, With a giant dose of ecstasy. <laughs> I would not say that it is equitable to the Rat Burger, but rather the desire to have the Rat Burger. What was that? Boom. Taco Bell? Taco Bell. <laughs> Welcome to Taco Bell. <laughs> of the jolly green giant. Green giant. <laughs> Goodness in the valley. <laughs> Glad I don't have to watch Equilibrium again. You have one infraction, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> what, okay, what about like the kids in the society? 
kids are going to school. Kids are obviously having to be doped up with prosium at such an early age, or it might be a certain. It might it might have to be like how old's the kid? I'm trying to think of like how old the son is. Like, what, 10, yeah, Daniel Ratcliffe had was uh, supposed to audition. Yeah, well, he, or did he did audition. audition. He just didn't get it. That would have been kind of an oddball to see uh, Harry Potter. Say Potter, <laughs> the chosen one. Man. You're old. You're old. Alan Mr. Rickman Harry. would have been great in this movie. As which character? As father? No. Or I mean, as Dupont? Like, yeah. I think Dupont maybe. The father was but, he's you know, that, uh, that, he's that, Alfred Pennyworth from the Gotham series. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which isn't. I don't know. I've only seen the first couple, and then I haven't gotten. Back yeah, there. it it kind of did it get bad. Uh, it, it actually, I, from what I've heard, because I stopped too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah, I stopped. No, I stopped for a while. It. It got it got bad a little bit more after we, we probably left off, and then it got kind of interesting. But after that, I fish money or whatever. Uh, that was the part that I was like, I'm done. Fish I, money, I, that chunky uh, monkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for the kids, there are times when I wish Ethan would take prosium for the day. Be like, Ethan, the only father of the off. three you of mean, us. Like, you mean like on the day, uh, the last day of the yard sale, when he threw his like ultimate tantrum? He just, ah! he, Jack, he like fell on the floor after tripping, after I, 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 I literally waved high to him from the couch. And he, just, and he ran and he tripped and he fell and he started crying. And but it's not like there. crying, but it's just like that like <laughs> kind of crying. And I was like, yeah, here's your it's prosium, like, bud. Calm here's- down, Ethan. What's wrong you want with like you? A, like a little injector? I mean, don't get me wrong. He's, he's a baby. He's two. Yeah. He's, he's a baby. <laughs> he's two. But I did not understand like to the length or the depth that that little like fit had to go. But <laughs> by removing that, you also remove all the joy, which is like the kind of like, really? You want to like skip out on all of the good things that come from... Like yeah, war and all this stuff is bad. Or parents watching like their their prosium, they're all prosium up watching the child walk for the first time, and and they're like, what do they say? There's no joy. It's like, oh look, honey, our son's found his equilibrium. They could probably ju- they could probably just watch. They could just watch me all like, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Now that that is satisfactory. All right. I mean, you know what it is? I'm going to point out, well, and this is, another, <laughs> this is another example from The Giver, where when Jonas comes to his father and he asks his father, like, do you love me? And the mother says, Jonas, precision of language. And the father kind of responds to him and saying, love you? No, I don't love you. I, I value you. I, I appreciate you. But I, I can't love you. Like, because they've done away with such specific wording that only, you know, depicts one exhibiting raw emotion and they've done away with it which i think is exactly how they're kind of going along he in, never calls him father am i wrong in the in the in the book i don't well, no 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 in like john preston's son never calls yes him. he does no yes you know he calls him dad does he he calls him dad which but is he uses also his another first name in the first scene in the when first scene when he says he's like john where were you today or how was work or something because he does refer to his mom as right mom. he refers to his mom it's in the middle of the night when Preston is supposedly checking his... What do you think he was doing in that I think he was either checking if his son was taking his prosium. I think he was going to take it out. Or he was going to take it out. Because he's all... I think he might have been like, I want my kid to feel. feel." And then, you know, the son turned over and did his normal, like, what are you doing? 
Yeah. What are okay, you doing? Creeper. <laughs> I want you to wake up tomorrow, son, and you're going to ride this emotional snake. He does like the, the Rick Grimes, like, I want you to look out in the Savannah. That's right. <laughs> Savannah, Georgia. And I want you to see all the beauty. <laughs> Carl. Coral. <laughs> you know what's really good besides Carl. prosium? Emotions, Carl. Carl. <laughs> <laughs> I say we get to segment. <laughs> Carl. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What were you thinking? Well, you got me. By all accounts, it doesn't make sense. And you've got to cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> uh, where's your scissors? Where's your scissors? <laughs> got him. <laughs> yes. I don't know why that's funny. Okay, with Cut It Out, we always try to find something that we can take out of a movie to possibly better the script or just something that is no longer needed and it's not going to detract from the overall story. And I think we have plenty to choose from, <laughs> despite yeah. the fact that I like this movie. Yeah, You're all looking at me first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's, Let's get, get this the, avalanche the started. <laughs> Oh write my it god. out oh my god um i hate this movie <laughs> whoa hey dude can i can i just no, i'm, I'm I saying out of out of film? out of all the movies that i've i've participated in with you guys this okay. is the one even beyond sleepless in seattle sleepless in seattle elicited an emotional response for me this one i just i couldn't deal with it none it, it I got. I had, to, I, had to, I had to break it up. I had to break it up. Honestly, when the, when the kid says, you know, he's like, "How long have you been off?" He's like, "Ever since mom." You know, and right. like that got me to feel. So that kid, that if, kid has been off prosium for four years, and just like faking it and having to fake it to his family. He's faking it as a sense offender. Yeah, but I or he's faking it. As, you're sorry. so numb watching this movie already. Like it's done nothing to to sort of build you up to a moment. You're like, oh well, yeah, the kid's a. Yeah, he's he's not he's he's a sense offender too. So what I would what yeah. I would want to cut out or limit some of these references so the movie could maybe stand closer to its own. So like the very end where like the buildings are blowing up and he's sitting there watching it, it's Fight Club. Like yeah. there's yeah. there's a lot of borrowed scenes and a lot of very heavily borrowed ideas, which hell, everything is borrowed from somewhere, Seriously. but these are sort of like constantly hammering you in the face like oh well well we found the mona lisa well let's burn it well it might as well be a trove of books and it's fahrenheit 451 mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah just yep. just if this movie had tried to be slightly more original than just a a mishmash of everything dystopian mm. i think that's my cut it out my my cut it out would be it would be more of just some of the acting direction of people showing emotion because as as much as I like you know Tay Diggs, I wish that he his little smirk would have been instead of a smirk going hmm or some of it's not even a smirk, some of it's like a full blown smile. Yeah, and you know he, he just, like violates the like the sense what do you the think, sense cleric? offender yeah. like law. Like, How do you take a gun from a cleric? You ask him too. for it. Yeah, that's right. God, that's that's the other thing like. With plot holes in this movie. Jim Carrey as the Riddler, like, just makes a cameo. <laughs> that, that that would have been great. I like Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Uh, yeah. He's, like, the only good part about that film. Now that's impressive. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, again, I think you're reaching. <laughs> I think you're reaching. I mean, okay. It, to the idea that so many things are plot holes in this movie, take the bombs going off. 
if the bombs have already been placed... Why don't you just set them off? Just set them off. If you're wanting to, like, completely disrupt the flow of prosium to, to the people in this world, blow them up. If the bombs have literally been placed and no one knows they're there and they've literally been there for probably... I'm going to... I'm going to... Throw them a bone and say a week. All right? Blow them up. Or or you could put something in the water supply that to counteracts, counteracts the prosium. Like you, Either way. There's a lot of different ideas <laughs> you can go about doing this. They could this. blow up the bombs. They could disrupt the flow of prosium and literally have people off their drug in a couple of days. It's That's the plot hole there. The fact that when Preston is trying to lead the, uh, the resistant people like out a secret entrance, it's before the... Uh, the pistol whip fight. He, the he, nod. Like he the, he he leads them to Tay Diggs and Tay Diggs all like, good job, cleric. You lead him in right to the trap. And it's like, how did you know he was here? How did you know that he would specifically bring them here? Uh, Same thing for like, oh, let brings, me give you my gun. It brings that, yeah, the, the biggest of plot holes, let, let which is the gun Let me bring my swap. gun. And you know what? Oh, it was really Tay Diggs. He was there that night. Oh, but I used two guns. But I used two guns. And you know what? Wah, wah. You ask him for it. Oh, so you knew that he was going to be prepared to come in and swap the guns, but then really place the blame on him, and yet you were already prepared to counteract that? It's a double con. Quick con off. Quick, <laughs> quick interjection. Did anybody else, when uh, John Press got escorted in to meet Father, uh, and it was the guy from Gladiator, did anyone go, Scipio <laughs> Africana? <laughs> Because I know I did. Uh, Barbarian. (laughs) Yes, I recognize his face. That's why I get the contact rate. You get your contract canceled. (laughs) You don't like it. Uh, Yeah. Some good stuff. Drew, what would you cut Uh, out? So, I mean, I I think I would cut out, like, the plot holes. Like, make it it a. I think even the director would cut those out. Like, (laughs) but this movie is a sieve. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, make it. Make it a sound script, kind of like how you had said, Jack. Make it a sound script where it's not borrowing from, like, the whoever, amalgamation of whoever its, wrote of, of the everything. screenplay. They had to have had the Pee Wee Herman director, and he's just like grabbing like other scripts and books and just like jamming them into a blender. Like, is this the machine that makes you breakfast? No, this is going to make us a movie. <laughs> Again, don't, don't like think that I don't like the movie. I just don't, I don't like the plot holes. Well, what's your best scene? My best scene would be the, uh, the, uh, the nighttime gun kata when he's surrounded by the six guards. Like that's the only gun kata awesome. scene that actually makes sense. But yeah, that would have to, that'd be the best scene. And really just to cut it out is just, it's a generalization of all the plot holes in this amalgamation of a script. Hmm. My two honorable mentions. Uh, for best scene. For best scene. Okay. Uh, one, the son, because, you know, when he tells him, you know, I've been off for a long time. And as a dad, it's kind of that, like, you see Christian Bale look at him like, you son of a bitch. Awesome. Like, you, like, I respect you. I love you. And, like, almost like now like, I can tell you that. And you know what I said? Like, yeah, there's days that I wish that Ethan was on Brosium. There's a lot of days that I really am glad that he's not because you you miss out on just so much. And for him to kind of realize, holy crap, I've missed out on you guys growing up and doing right so many things. So that was a little honorable mention. I loved that just that little scene between them. All 118 kills that uh, 
Preston does. Out of the 236 in the film. Insane. So he is half he is half of the death count, which at 2009, he was the third, third. the yeah. third highest killings from a single character in a movie. So those are my That's honorable- quite a proportion for equilibrium. <laughs> it's half half. <laughs> <laughs> those are my honorable mentions. And honestly, I loved the sword fighting or lack thereof scene. I love that it's... Which one? The one that's in Fathers? Ta- between, or, oh, yeah, between in, him and Tay Diggs. Because, oh, the, the kendo scene. Because it's such a, a slap in the face of, I'm just better than you. And I don't I, need I, to... I thought miss. the sword fighting... It's not even a time for a slap in the that. face. I he, thought that was just sort of like, a, like an afterthought. No. If, if, if this movie's about gun kata, then... Why, why do they why, need the swords? Why do you need the swords? Um, or is it more like, you know, a galaxy of blasters, but there's still lightsabers? Eh, Probably something like that. Or just like, I mean, like more ceremonial, like, but they're clerics that should be a staff or mace. So the, for some reason, the second time we watched this, I, I swear to God, I thought that there was going to be that he like graduated to paladin. So so kind of like, uh, Barbara Flint street. I'm thinking, when does he become a paladin? Uh, oh no, I don't think this is. I don't think this happens. I mean, at this, this point, point right now, like Preston, <laughs> Preston is lawful neutral. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, he's just true. No, he's du- true du- neutral. Dupont. Oh no, yeah, he's lawful. Dupont, lawful evil, because he's making the ah. law. He's making the law work for his own desires. Okay. Best scene for me is uh, Preston murdering Sean Bean. Because uh, I think Sean Bean, that scene lent a lot of gravitas to the society, the setting. Yeah. It helped set the tone. Uh, plus, I just, I love Sean Bean's just sort of like, give a shit. Like, you're going to kill me. I don't care. I'm just going to go ahead and put this read book my, up. I'm going to read my poetry. My yeets. And I'm going ch- I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to enjoy up. my yeets. <laughs> my yeets. <laughs> and uh, you, you shoot me. In fact, I'm going to fiddle with my gun a little bit and... Uh, you do what you need to do. It's good. It's good stuff. Are you shaking your head? I th- no, I, because I the yeets are my scene. The yeets. The yeets. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. But, you you know, we have the other segment, which is, uh, you can say that again. Mm. 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 I've got so many up. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's the most badass thing I've ever heard. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You can say that again. Jack, since you have so many of them, why don't you, uh, <laughs> why don't you tell us what uh, You Can Say That Again is for? All right. So you can say that again. Uh, these are for the, the best lines in the film, the worst lines in the film. Sometimes the worst lines are the, are, are, are are the best. Are, and sometimes are the, best. the best are the yeah. worst. And so uh, that's why we have You Can Say That Again. Start it off, Jack. Well, I've got... As far as how about this? How about you start it off? Because we had Jack start off, cut it out. That's true. Yeah, okay. no, no. Equilibrium. Equilibrium. <laughs> My best line is actually, and it comes from a scene that would have been an honorable mention for the worst scene, like when they're sparring and like practicing. Is the but I like this line of always practicing cleric. Uh, maybe that's why you know that's why you're the best, and that's when he delivers that line of just maybe I'm just better. <gasps> Always practicing, Cleric. I guess that's why you're the best. Maybe I'm just better. And I love that he's just very confident of like, no, 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 no. It's not just because I practice and like, you know, I practice, I practice, and I, I, I am who I am because of my practice. It's because I'm just better. 
I don't know. I liked it. I I really like, despite the fact that it is Dupont. I like when he's kind of staring at him from across the desk, and he says. Be careful, Preston. You're treading on my dreams. Yeah. I, I oh like Oh, my God. Because that's my best line, because I felt like this movie was treading on my dreams. <laughs> I live. No, no. Down at the bottom. Preston, you can see it. Best okay, line. Preston, you're treading on my dreams. <laughs> Let's kind of see. <laughs> well played. <laughs> I'm, I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> different strokes for different folks. This is why you have me here. That was a very like uh, pen and teller. Like, is this your card? And like, Jack's like, yes, that's my that's signature my on the card right there. Like, that was Ace of Spades. Oh, oh, Bobby Fisher's back in town. <laughs> I, it's a good line. Worst line, obviously, for different reasons though. <laughs> Worst so, line. I. So it comes from Tay Diggs. I. Hate when he says, "I told you I'd make my career at it, like out of you." Oh, like, Lord. dude, shut up. <laughs> so first, and like that goes back to the whole like it's a setup, it's a trap. What if it's a trap? It's undoubtedly a trap. But like, it's a trap. It's a trap. But like, how did you guys plan for him to to be off? Like, uh, there's so many parts, and for him to like do the swap, and then. All of it. I'm like, shut up, Tay. Shut up. Stop smirking at Stop. me, Tay. <laughs> you have no emotions. Well, even when, to. even when they like swap the guns out, he says like, oh, if you'll check his gun, it was it was he who was there with the other guards there the other night. It's like, do your guns have GPS in them? Because that would have helped out a long time a lot, ago. Yeah, a lot of answered a lot of like questions. that doesn't make any sense. Why did like, we emotions? see the, the electric or the the mechanical gun reloader only at the end? Like, why wasn't that more like like just well, ratcheting he, magazines he was, into the thing? Because the whole he was time. coming in to kill father. Well, like yeah, that but, was his plan. Maybe he maybe he no, only I mean, got he it from the had resistance. That device, like featured throughout the. I thought that the, the clips movie. that he rolled out that had the, that are weighted the, that was that was so dumb. Yeah. I thought, I they, thought were they were going to explode. Yeah, me too. The first time I saw it, I thought they were going to explode. Ta- like, tactics-wise, yeah, they should have been, but... It was like it. a bad video game. was like, I'm going to need this ammo over there. <laughs> so I'm just going to throw it Call it an airdrop. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, heal for a sec. Okay, go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Drew. Uh, worst, worst, worst line. It For me, it was more of the kind of like identifying the uh, the the plot holes in the movie and that's when dupont meets with preston and he screams at him saying like are you playing with me cleric and i was thinking like what like the first time i watched it i was like wait you're not supposed to feel why are you screaming if you're screaming you're angry Mm -hmm. then you're you're a sense offender preston arrest this man (laughs) like why are you not like pitching a fit go after him it's just one of the plot holes that I can like almost hula hoop around. <laughs> All right, so my my honorable mention is uh, Tay Diggs. Uh, you and your partner were close. Why does that matter? If the, if why does it? Well, okay, like, he's, he's always you like, could be partners with him for twenty years. You, doesn't mean you're close. You've he's got no always, emotions. He's always fishing. Okay, to see if he is like sense offending. So you know, you and your partner were close. When he catches him like rearranging his desk, even though he is off, yeah, but the you're, you're he says, explaining like, your own plot hole. 
Drew? No. You're justifying your own plot hole. <laughs> I'm saying why he's asking. Like when he says, like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm rearranging my desk. Why? How did you feel about it? I'm just, I'm just trying to optimize. My worst is uh, right. <laughs> Welcome to the Underground. Oh, God. And it's literally, it's literally underground. underground. Like if they at, look up and they're walking on the sidewalk about, above them. At about eight o'clock last night, if you guys heard a sound like this. <laughs> a hand slapping a forehead that yeah. was me re-watching this movie oh, and then finishing okay. it during lunch today because i it was like i got like I, i'm gonna go to bed soon i want to watch something else <laughs> uh, i almost re-watched it this morning but i i'd rather watch treasure island oh, oh shots fired oh, pop, 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 pop. you mean treasure planet treasure planet that's right <laughs> treasure island the sci-fi yeah. Sweet, sweet Jesus. Jack knew. Jack you knew know that, that would make a fun live action movie. It did. <laughs> Treasure Planet? Not for live or action. Or Treasure Island. There is a live action. No, I know. Movie. I mean, like, Treasure Planet would make a fun. Just like uh, Atlantis would make a fun live action film. I feel like, Drew, you want Muppets to be involved in this. No. No Muppets. No, no, no Muppets. Muppets. I mean, they've had I'm their okay movies when Muppets and they do their, are brilliant. When they do their live action stuff. Because when they have Michael Caine or they have Tim Curry, they are still awesome films. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I burnt my feet on this flaming hot goose. <laughs> <laughs> Please, God, help my broken little body. <laughs> oh, Thank you I... for making me a part of this. You dare give me the black spot? <laughs> oh, you see you have big boom boom stick. <laughs> oh, holy uh, damnation! Uh, uh, it's it's the scene from Up at Treasure Island that my girlfriend does that you guys watch like to watch her do it to me with. It's so funny, Billy Bones. It's me, Bland Pew. And she's like, I know that face all over my face. They just have like that long suffering look of like a pet that somebody dressed up in a costume. <laughs> the face that says like kill me kill now me. or like, kill her. It's like the cat it just like collapses off to the side. When it's been put into a costume. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, Drew, what would you give this film? After After rewatching it again, and don't get me wrong, like I still like the movie, I would give this I'd give it a three out of five uh, doses of prosium. Okay. I, do, I have nothing <laughs> I, more for it. I, I feel you. Um, this would be, I would give it a three out of ten. Oh, wow. K-Dig smirks. Oh, good God. Like that little, it was, it was okay. If this movie was my father who was hiding ten doses of prosium here, <laughs> I would leave two of those doses behind the bathroom mirror and then leave the other eight in his room for the cops to find. Oh, my God. So two out of ten, I hope they take him away. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. And again, I like this film. It's fun, but it's not. I mean, when you hold it up against the light. It is paper thin. Right. I mean, that's why you get you gave it like, you know, your three. Yeah. Your two out of ten. Mine's a six. I mean, just just above half. Wow. <laughs> I think it's still. Are you, are you trying to do some statistics for your equilibrium? No. He's full of a yeah. He's killing it. <laughs> <No. laughs> that's great. <laughs> Oi. 
All right. Where can they reach us at, Drew? <laughs> First off, thank you, David, for being one of the realest fans out there and choosing this Seriously. movie for us. Don't get, thank you. Don't get us wrong. And, and David, I didn't enjoy your movie, but I enjoyed talking with these guys about this movie. So I yeah. hope you take that to heart if this he, is... He's a good guy. If this He'll is one understand. of your, your jams, I'm, I I'm thank sorry. you for making me rewatch this film because... Right. I, I, and I'm, was, you know, partial Honestly, to it. like I wouldn't have found a reason to go and rewatch the movie. Absolutely, that's it right I'm there. Like at, the at, old at any time soon. Yeah. And I mean, I I enjoy it, but rewatching it twice in the last week, finding more and more things wrong with it. But you know, it, it, at moments it still has its charm. So I want to like it you. more than I do. I think. It's, I think, you like want I to. said, there's the movie. There's. What it wants to be, and those are two lines that are parallel, and yep. they just don't intersect. Yeah, almost like an equal sign. So you can find us <laughs> on Twitter, guys <laughs> at Real Feel Pod. You can also uh, search for us up on Facebook, Real Feels Podcast. Send us an email at Real Feels Podcast at gmail dot com, and just like David, you can also. Join us up on Patreon. Become one of the realest fans out there. Hey, for just $10 a month, you can choose what movie that we're going to be doing for next season. Because the only thing that we have next, guys, is our grab bag episode. Grab a bag. Grab Grab bag. Now, if you don't have the bones of the cheddar to throw at us to be a Patreon, we also really appreciate and really love when you subscribe. Yes, of course. And you give us some five-star reviews. Some five-star reviews. Five-star. So uh, make sure you get into iTunes and to uh, Podbean and all the other areas that you can download us and uh, recommend. Right. And you know what? Go tell your friends. You know, Tell them that uh, they can be part of the resistance and feel with us do that like thing where you know they the kid like gets all the the flyers and like throws them up in the air and it's like the town crier like <laughs> the real feels podcast is coming the real feels podcast is coming beautiful yeah beautiful great image. so yeah guys in two weeks times join us for our grab bag episode where we will be revealing not only the new genres that we each all right are gonna get a uh, a small amount to our names. We get a little grabby. A little, a little bit of a proportion. A proportion. And yeah. then uh, we'll be uh, kind of slightly mapping out our season two coming up. And then two weeks after that, it's our it's our one year anniversary episode. Yay! Yay! We did it! Almost. We're, we're growing up. We're almost there. <laughs> we're almost there. Season two, Riker's beard! <laughs> it's going to be so much better. Shut Huck's McGoldrin! Uh, so, guys, thank you for joining us and for always being the realist. And the feelist. I don't feel anything. Oh, he's on his prosium. Prosium. Good job, cleric.